BPI Sports has always been a massive supporter of natural bodybuilding, so it only made sense for us and them to partner up. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by BPI Sports, and if you want to support them and us, use code NattyNewsDaily at checkout for some exclusive discounts off any of your orders. Enjoy the episode. What's happening, people? Welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We are joined today by the squad from WMBF, Bob and Tina. Welcome to the podcast, team. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate the support. Oh, I'm glad we could do this. Looks very beautiful in your uh, backyard there. Kind of jealous. It's warm, it's warm today, but it's, it's nice. Excellent. Good outside. Yeah. So, um, Bob and Tina are going to kind of take the floor on this one. Um, we're going to touch on some cool stuff, talk about the Muscle Mayhem going down next weekend, which is always one of the bigger shows that, uh, especially in the U.S., that the WMBF hosts. So, uh, Bob, take it away, man. Tell us, uh, tell us some cool things. I'm going to kind of let Tina talk a little bit. I, I just, Ooh, you know, I just, uh, floor. yeah, she missed the last one, but um, yeah, you know, we just wanted to talk about our event uh, that's coming up. We're, we're super excited to be doing it. You know, we, we missed a couple of years there as, as a lot of people did. Um, but yeah, this is year 20. This is 24 minus two. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Well, we're going to stick with the 24. Yeah. It, it's, it's too hard to explain. Okay. But uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, I guess, I don't know, maybe we, you guys want to know about how we got involved promoting. I mean, how far back do you guys want to go? I guess, uh, it back. I, I'm curious, like how the mayhem started. Cause obviously it's one of the big shows, right? So where did that kind of culminate from? Well, we competed, I competed first in 1996, MPC shows, bodybuilder, I'm small, it wasn't very fun, pretty quickly, um, and so then we found some natural federations to compete with, um, I won a WNBF pro card, it was through the NGA at that time, that's who the amateur affiliate was, and um, he was getting ready to complete, compete, got off football, realized you got to wear the shorts, you got to shave, and enough peer pressure going to the the trunks was a trip (laughs) which was not totally me but a lot of peer pressure in the gym got him to compete and it was then somewhere around 1997 that we started realizing that some shows were really bad like they were late they had terrible trophies they were disorganized and in the old days of only bodybuilding and you would go to prejudging and then you'd go sit and have coffee, maybe go to a movie before finals because that was your day, right? You'd go back at six o'clock. We were having coffee and we said, you know what? We could probably do this. Like it's not rocket science. We could probably do this. So we talked to the only NGA promoter in in California and decided to get on the, on the bill for the following year, um, kind of did some research. Um, he was trying to win a pro card. So in 1998, he competed in New York and Arizona and uh, a couple other places. And so we were taking notes of what worked and what didn't. And our biggest obstacle was just uh, convincing people that it could be natural, that there was a polygraph involved and we had done it. It was really scary and it was real. Um, and so we had lots of friends competing in the MPC. Some were not natural and some were, and they all supported us. We had a really cool gym that we were at Gold's gym here in Sacramento. And so there's a lot of camaraderie and we just decided to do it. And that first year, um, Jeff Alberts and his brother, Paul walked in and they were like, wow, there's a lot of bodybuilders here. This is weird. Cause they had been competing in the MPC for a long time. Um, never winning yeah uh, lightweights and so um there was just immediately camaraderie which was awesome and so 
you know, it's just gone on. And if people don't know, we, we did switch organizations. There was a period of time that um, this is how the mayhem was actually born. Um, there was a lot of disgruntled WMBF athletes around the time that we had our twins, early 2000s, when they were not allowed to compete anywhere else, and they weren't allowed to represent um, supplement companies or do other things. And so there was some upheaval with that. We were very distracted. We had two babies. Uh, Lane Norton led it. Uh, Nicole Weeks, some other people were like, let's do something else. And so that's where the OCB and the IFPA happened. And it was 2009. It was our biggest show ever. Our kids were four. Uh, Moji finally won. Moji Alua finally won his pro card. Rodney kicked him down one year. Somebody else kicked him down another year. Um, and it was yeah, just, geez. it was sold out, standing room only, uh, just bodybuilding and, and figure, obviously. And we opened a magazine a couple of weeks later and realized that the leader of the WMBF had sanctioned another show in Sacramento. That's how we found out. And we had been with them for 10 years, both of us pro athletes, promoters, all kinds of things. And so that was a shock and it was um, disturbing. And so that's, we went to yeah, we judge, jump, we, the York, that, we went yeah. to judge the Yorton cup is what happened. And it was, you know, Cleveland Thomas versus Philip Ricardo. It was, you know, just this whole other group of natural bodybuilders, Doug Miller, all kinds of, you know, different names around there. And we said, we were sitting in the airport having a drink on our way home and said, you know what, let's rebrand this. Let's do some other stuff. We, we were um, the capital city before that. Right. So, it wasn't the mayhem. It wasn't called that. Yeah, it was called the, the capital city. Did a uh, big natural. training camp at Gold's Gym, had like 70 competitors, Dr. Joe, a bunch of renowned people came and spoke. And um, that was sort of in the, in the winter. And then Born was the mayhem, our, our first pro event was with IFPA and the top five were Philip Ricardo Jr., Kiyoshi Moody, Cleveland Thomas, Panix Pierre, and Moji. That was the top five. And that, was, that, was, that was insane. Was I, I like, I look back at like, like when I'm trying to find stuff to post on the page, like I'll go back through like your guys' Facebook page or like Brett's Facebook page and stuff. And I'll just come across these athletes and it's just like, I don't want to say the standards worst because I don't know if that's the case, but just like the number of quality athletes that seemed to be around back then, but like there's and still body a ton of, and, body yeah, and bodybuilders, right? Like there's, there's great athletes currently, but the volume of not only just great athletes, but outstanding athletes. I mean, when you have a top five that could crush a world championship at like just any old pro show, like that's insane. Yeah, that line, that lineup was awesome. It was, you know, Moji, Moji came from winning, you know, the USA and the NPC. Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. a, a couple times, a few yeah. times. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, just some things you just really never forget. First of all, Rodney Hilaire is one that beat him. Um, we got Rodney's application, I think the day before it ended, around yeah. the same day that it ended. And I was like, who's this dude in Jersey? He's obviously coming out he's here to win. He's in the military. He, yeah. He's going to come out here to win, right? Like that's, that's you know, that's what's probably going to happen. And so when they're on stage, when, when we read the, the results, you know, Moji's first, his first, the first thing he did was, he was like, what? Like, looked at this dude, like. 2000. Out of nowhere. 2003. And, and Rodney was, you know, massive, you know, arms. Rod, you know, Rodney, big guns, Hilaire, right? Yeah, Rodney guns. Uh, so anyway, that was, that was one of the really uh, incredible moments. But yeah, that top, that, that, that top five in the IFPA that year was. 
And we were pretty known, historic, actually. We were known for having people be on stage a really long time because here the in California the MPC shows have before bikini and physique even they were five six hundred people and you were on stage with someone else or you were there for five seconds and so we bad problem we did a real long drawn out pre-judging and our head judge Wade Brown sort of loved to torture people and that group of pro men not, not were up there but... a little bit that, that group was up there for 45 minutes and Cleveland was not happy he was yeah, actually very yeah, upset lot, with me. A, a lot of there, uh, a lot he wasn't of, conditioned for that. Yeah. I'm not going to mention any other names, but there was a couple of prima donnas that just thought they were, you know, everything. And and really, I mean, Wade was uh, he he kind of took on the role as uh, Steve Downs used to the, the former uh, president of the WBF, who had judged a lot of most of the pro shows, and 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 with so many good people, um, Steve would just okay front relax, and he would he would sit back, mm -hmm. and the judges would just look because you have to like you can't. Even if there's just five or six or seven guys up there of that quality that year that that um, you know that top five that we just talked about, you can't you can't just rush through. You can't. It's not fair. Those guys were up there. And when there I, was I think, only, I think a good forty minutes, almost fifty minutes. It was forty-five minutes. Oh, but there, when there was only bodybuilding too, like the world championships that I competed in, there was twenty-two women. We were out there for an hour. There yeah. wasn't anything else to do. There wasn't. <laughs> that was it. So you had to. You had to have a show really is what it was. Yeah, do, you so think, do you think there's too many divisions? I'm just gonna start asking random questions now. Like hearing that, do you think <laughs> that- So the first the sports year- watered down in a sense, if you're not getting- it's okay, but I mean, it's, I mean, she, she the, I know exactly what she's gonna say. The first year that we were supposed to do figure and I just said, no, not doing it. Yeah, we, nope. we were no just- No heels. And it, you know, you know how figure came about, it came from fitness. And so we had been to MPC shows where they were gymnasts they were using steroids and they were gymnasts. And so that excluded a lot of people. So figure was just a way to, you know, not do the routine. I got it. But um, we put that off a year. We did not have bikini and physique in 2000, until 2015. We and, just and, and, wanted and, to be pure bodybuilding. It wasn't and, because we didn't like the classes. It wasn't, it was not that, or the categories. It, it wasn't that at all. It was just, we just wanted to stick to the roots of the mm -hmm. sport. Yeah. And not not and then and then of course we had to and 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 it helps it does help we're educators we both work we have real full-time jobs we work in a school district and so before you know we became parents we spent a lot of time talking to high school teams um pe classes weight training classes um about the dangers of steroids and within that we met a lot of young people who had the wrong ideas women think oh if i lift a weight i'm gonna get humongous wrong you know um I have to starve myself to change my body wrong. You know, women, boys thinking that they're just gonna get huge overnight wrong. Um, so we we did some educating and with this, the more lightly muscled categories, bikini and physique, you get younger people in there, which is a good thing because lifting weights and nutrition is good for your health. And one day you're gonna be 55 like us and hopefully you're still, you know, able to, move some weight around or you know be healthy and so those categories help in in that context especially women to lift weight so for those reasons it's good we are not doing any more categories we're not doing yeah. wellness we're not doing we don't even do classic because it we takes away just, from bodybuilding so we get some requests for for those but you know it just for for us that you know we're just not as big as the other contest organization there's just no reason to split it up it's just gonna it's gonna kill bodybuilding um just like figure really did hurt women's bodybuilding and bikini did hurt figure as well. So um, not, not that, you know, not that we don't support those categories, but 
Yeah, to add something else, we just don't feel like we need it. I've been hashtagging natural bodybuilding. It's classic physique for 10 years now. So, um, you know, we're going to stick with what we have. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's something that when I first started, I first started as a classic physique competitor, same as Dan. Um, and what I found was if you look at some of the top classic physique guys, I can't name a single high level classic physique competitor that could not do well in a bodybuilding class if they simply got leaner for the most part. Some of them are lean enough, probably. What I have found though is the reverse to be true, where there are some bodybuilders that just simply don't really match the classic physique criteria. So it's just an interesting relationship that I noticed. And I think I'm probably one of them where I started out in classic physique, but now that I've watched and learned and seen who's doing well there, I just don't have the build for that, but I can get relatively lean and I have the symmetry. So I honestly think more people fit or would do well in bodybuilding if they just took the time to get to the level of conditioning that's expected now. Yeah, I did, I did both this season, right? Like I'm, I'm kind of an example of maybe someone that could do both, right? But, <laughs> you know, it depends on the federation that's got it offered. I'll always do bodybuilding, but if classic's there and I have the opportunity, sure, I'll jump in. Like mm -hmm. I, I was talking to somebody about it the other day and they were like, what's the biggest difference? And I was like, the size of your rib cage. I was like, if you're natural, that honestly seems to be the biggest thing. If you've got like good arms, you know, more often than not, like a small waist, but then you have this fat rib cage, you're classic. But at the end of the day, we're all bodybuilders, right? Like the, there's no, there's a very small difference in the natural bodybuilding and classic versus, you know, T-Bum and, and Rami, right? That, that's, a, that's a clear difference. We want but, the clear difference to be bodybuilding and men's physique too. Yes. Though. And that gets sure. muddy. If you have something in the middle. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, if you, if we, if we instituted classic physique, sorry, we live on a golf course or golf, golf carts don't buy all the but if we, if we implemented classic physique, you'd have people winning both and it would just be annoying and it would upset people for sure. And it would be muddy. And so, you know, we're just, we're going to stick with what we have. And, and we don't want our men's physique to look like bodybuilders. We don't. Yeah. No, we work That's hard to really control, yeah. yeah, to control what, what happens at our shows in terms of, you know, the categories and what, what's represented in those categories. And to step yeah. out of the, the mayhem a little bit, uh, you know, as owners of the WMBF, we answer to now 40 different international countries. And so they have their own ideas. Um, East Asia, there's some great bodybuilders and some great physique guys definitely over there. Women, not so much. So, you know, we have those battles that we have to um, deal with. And so adding more categories is not going to make that any easier or cleaner. So the WMBF UK, they had like a classic side asterisks at their show did they not there's there's a few organizations that, Israel that, are doing, does it, that, yeah. that are doing it and it's just uh you know we're just obviously there's no pro cards for that but a lot of the organizations that exist internationally just are have asked to implement that uh, category to be competitive with other organizations yeah. we've allowed it but here um so from, like a a, from a qualification standpoint, it's meaningless, correct? It's exactly. meaningless. Yeah. It's like a model category or a transformation. Sure. We're sure. not doing any wings. We're not doing <laughs> angels. Yeah. Can, I, can I swear on here? No, no, no. no, no. I do all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if, 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 if we were going to swear, I'd, I'd have some, some choice words. <laughs> we won't want to do that. But, we'll skip yeah. over that one, yeah. Um, so gosh, more about the mayhem. Um, mm -hmm. 
it's kind of a reunion. It's really fun. You know, when people, we, you know, when, when people come, they have their GoPros because you don't know who you're going to see. And um, the backstage area is grass. And so there's pop-ups like a track meet people, you know, are hanging out all day. That, that part is fun. That is definitely ingrained that there's a lot of people happy to see one another. And this time it's been three years. So. Yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, it's definitely got the, you know, the, the competitive event, you know, and, and, you know, I, I get messages all the time, gosh, I'm not ready for that show. It's, you know, probably gonna take me five years. Guys, don't do that. Come and compete, you know, hop in the novice categories, you know, have fun, come and, I mean, you know, we're really, really, you know, proud and, and lucky to have so many supporters, you know, big names in the, in the industry that come and uh, have mm-hmm. teams just come to hang out and, and network and stuff. But um, yeah, we definitely kind of create a little bit of a problem with ourselves because it, it, it seems hardcore and competitive and people are a little afraid of that. But um, good, I say just throw your trunks on and come in and have a good time. It's uh, it, it's fun. I'm hoping mm-hmm. to go a, uh, ace out of retirement next time I compete and fight him off at the mayhem. I think that'd be throw on, those, throw on those pro trunks and get on the stage. He's, it's, he's it's not retired. I, I don't buy it. Who? I don't <laughs> either. But I, I'll, I'll get him out of it if he is. Yeah, I hey, still I still have a message from him saved on my phone that he uh, would love to share the stage with me one day. So, Ace Baldwin, <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. Make make some social, uh, you know, post about hey, you know, come uh, out of retirement just for one year. Let's have one crazy let's show. show. Let's um, go. We're definitely proud of our lighting. Our lighting is the best. It, it's unbelievable. Um, that is one hundred percent true. There's, there's a mm-hmm. lot of great things about our show. Where I mean, you know, it's a, it's a really great high school that I teach at. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was going to show some, uh, I don't know if you, if I can share my screen here. I wanted to maybe show you guys a few, um, you should be able to hit that air, that small arrow up on the, on the share screen and then let, yeah, there you go. Are you guys okay if I show you this? I just want to go over some notable people. Oh, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Educate okay. the viewers. Yeah. And if anybody's watching and I forgot your name, I, I, I apologize. I just kind of did this really, really quickly, but um, we, we have some, have had some really, uh, you know, notable winners here that, that we're really, really proud of. Uh, let's see, maybe this one. Yep. They're just, you know, it's alphabetical. It's not, you know, the, the top, uh, the best on top, anything like that. Obviously Jeff has been uh, huge. The 3d muscle journey guys have been great for the, for the sport. Um, really, you know, uh, good friends of ours. Um, Brian you said Con- Jeff was at the original, right? Yeah. yeah. 99. I mean, Jeff, yep. Yeah. Jeff's, uh, you know, his, his frustration, it was, it was on his face when he showed up for his polygraph, uh, to check in and, you know, we got to know him a little bit and he just said, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. I've been doing this for several years. I never cracked, you know, I can never win my class. I'll, I'll crack the top three or four maybe. Um, and I just said, hey, you know, this is this is the place, you know, for you. Um, I don't think he he didn't win his first event. Actually, um, he got second a couple of times. He and did. we just finally said, go to Washington. It's in three weeks. Yeah. And he did. And he won. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy did that too. Chrissy Zimdewski. Yeah. I don't know. You guys probably don't know who she is, but um, yeah. Uh, World just, champion. Yeah. I, I have a couple amateurs on here, Brian Acosta. Gosh, Brian, if, if, if he watches this, I don't know if I spelled his name right. That's Hopefully right. that's right. Yeah, it looks right. Edna uh, obviously is a, a former world champion. <laughs> Edna's an animal. For those that don't know who Edna is, she's the strongest oh, woman right. I've ever seen. Why? Oh, yeah. I, I got a couple, uh, couple of spelling errors. Sorry. Sorry, Kiyoshi. Um, we talked about Rodney a little bit. In SEMA, he's a beast. You know, he's doing a lot of great things on YouTube right now. But um, I hope we had him on there a while ago. He's cool, dude. He is. He's a good guy. Uh, Misha, I don't know if you guys know who Misha is uh, from Switzerland. Um, won our mayhem. I do. Yeah. Seventeen, yeah. maybe. So, yeah, he was. He was um, 
pretty good. Didn't have a chance to compete as a pro. Marshall Johnson, you know, competed for a, a really long time. Marshall is a super good, good human being, good guy, great upper body. Um, uh, Joshua Kenyon, just another amateur. I just want Josh. His mom was at check-in chatting with me for a couple hours. He was, he was 19, nervous, yeah. nervous, nervous. But kid. you know, some of these guys are, are still. That sounds like that would be Josh's mom. Just in, in our conversations with Josh, I feel like his mom is like, that's my boy. Yep, yeah. Sure did. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to give them a shout out because they they've been not only supportive to our event, but to the organization. You know, most of the people on here are really, really, um, you know, solid with with the WBF. Um, yeah, just a quick story on Joshua. Um, when they came to check in, um, we had a bunch of WBF apparel that was uh, for sale. Um, there was a WBF pro jacket and she said, hey, you know, what do you think about me grabbing this for him? You know, I, he's really excited. He's really confident. And I said, don't do that yet. Just <laughs> that jacket, let that jacket, you know, be. You gotta earn that jacket. Yeah, let him earn it. And and she came up to me actually after the after the overall, and she goes, "Did you know what was going to happen?" I said, "Well, of course I don't know what's going to happen. We don't have rig shows, but I just said, you know, we we kind of know who's coming and and yeah. what usually you know uh, the outcome might be." Um, so anyway, it was just a, a really great story. But obviously, he is going to be an incredible pro uh, probably very soon when he decides to. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. see him not winning, you know, the next time he competes. Uh, you guys know Bada. He, um, you know, Bada's had a long career in natural bodybuilding. He finally won a world championship with us. That was, he, he really deserved it. Um, he's been on the Mayhem stage several times. Um, Arlene um, is, is maybe someone that you guys don't know. She's a figure world champion. Uh, she judges for us still. So a lot of these guys are really involved with us. Um, sorry, Kiyoshi. You guys know Kiyoshi. Um, mm -hmm. wow. guy, fellow, hey, fellow Steeler fan. Go Steelers. Uh, you know, yes, had, to, <laughs> had to mention Jeff, you know, Jeff's been a, a huge influencer, you know, came and went on our stage. We off season tested him on the spot. You guys probably saw that video at some point. Um, we're always proud to do that, you know, unannounced. Do you guys know Chris Zabuga? Does that name sound, uh, sound familiar? No. From the UK. So he was, he was in Man, York incredible. and Cup. 6'3", 2'40 on stage. He's a beast. Yeah, and awesome. one of the most nicest men you've ever met in your entire life um really really good guy you guys know alberto uh, obviously um won his pro card on our stage uh, alberto out of all the three dmj guys the only one to win on our stage that's a tough one you know that's a really play a tough place to win um definitely gotta you know give matt a shout out because he's been supportive towards the uh, towards the wmbf sam okanola you know he's won on our stage um I don't know if Sam's retired now or not. He, he, he doesn't he, look he like may it. Have, he may have hung stuff up, but he's still hanging in there. He's got, you know, a, a new little one. He, he says he's retired. He said he retired, and then he did a show. like Yeah, he did a show three months ago or something like that, yeah. out of nowhere. look retired to me. But. Yeah. We talked about Moji. Moji's, Moji's an awesome trainer also. Got super, super deep knowledge on personal training and stuff. Real, really amazing guy. Um, super good bodybuilder. Uh, one of the most symmetrical guys I've ever seen. Um, he's, he's really incredible. Uh, Patricia Payne, another name you guys may not know. She was, you know, probably one of the best women bodybuilders of all time. She's very, very symmetrical, very muscular. Um, a gymnast, you know, does great uh, uh, routines on stage. She won here. And then we talked about Panix. I don't know. There may be a misspelling on his name, but Panix is with the IFBB. I don't know if he still competes anymore. And then Philip, uh, Kendall Richman. Probably the most gifted guy to be on our stage, uh, I would say would, would be, you know, at his age, let's just say at his age, 
definitely one of the most gifted guys that have been on the Mayhem stage um, and won his pro card there and then won um, the pro show. And then Kathy, you know, Tina and Kathy go back competing um, in the WBF. Katie Wayman White, who you guys know is uh, still a judge with us, went on our stage. Um, uh, I don't she won the first pro in 2010 and then actually she competed here this is a good story she competed here in 1999 or 2000 and we used to have a bench press contest you have to bench your body weight <laughs> and there were all these power lifters at gold's gym and they would be like i'm gonna win that this year you know we'd give out a big trophy and a bag of supplements and stuff and all these clowns you know would be like i'm gonna win that and sure enough katie walks up at 128 and rips that out 29 times and all these guys go ah oh, jeez you guys she's okay. she's pecs for arm i mean yep. she's pecs and arms for days i mean still when she's kind of hanging out just scoring you just man like yeah. you know just got <laughs> arms so she's still doing doing well and then chrissy's a world champion as well figure um moved away so she's not judging course anymore but um yeah man lots of lots of really you know uh, huge names that have been on the mayhem stage man they're just really really good people sound people I think the most important thing from that whole list, right? Like we recognized a lot of them, obviously, but I think even people that aren't as well knowledge in the sport will recognize quite a few of those names. I mean, that is legends of multiple generations and they all went to your stage, one on your stage, and then continued on in the sport to a very high level, right? So it's not like these guys are coming onto the stage, winning one show and then walking away and who are they? They're gone, right? Like these are it's almost like a pilgrimage, right? Like when I think of the top two shows, well, three, if you include worlds, right? But disregard worlds, I think of the Herc and I think of your show out there, right? Like those are the two that everyone knows. If you want to compete with the best, you go to those two shows. And that's just how it's been for, I don't know how long. Yeah. Thank you. We've had a few guys that have come and won and, and, you know, didn't do anything, you know, life changes, you have kids, you get injured, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you, you change, you know, directions, but, um, some really competitive people have been on the stage, yeah. Bikini and physique is different. We just have a, a bodybuilder reputation. We yeah. just do. because That's we work good, though, because you never... I, I, I don't mind, but... No, um, you don't see that, right? Like, the fact that you guys can, can maintain that, you know, yeah. I'll just use the word purity, for lack of a better word, but that purity of, like, this is a bodybuilding show full of bodybuilders, right? Like, there's nothing worse. I mean, we've all been to shows where it's the bodybuilding class is the smallest class. Like I've been to shows where they came to an overall cause they only have one, you know, one weight class. There's two or three middleweights and then they can't do an overall and then people get pissed, but. Hey, and uh, I think it was yeah. 18 or 19, you guys, we almost didn't get out of pro card. If we would have, if we would have lost one guy to just drop out or a polygraph failure, we, you know, for us to, for us to not have a, yeah, for sure. A, a pro card would have been, you know, just, it's a different time. You know? it, well, and, and, and bikini, no, nothing, we're not knocking physique and bikini. No, and no, they, we're not doing that. the ones that have won here in bikini and physique have been from other places. So it yeah. doesn't sort of stay like they don't stay on our right. judging panel. Chad Pallad is the one that lost a couple of times and then won at Worlds. Uh, but Breton from uh, Nova Scotia, he won. He's not from here. We've we've had a lot hey, of Canadian. Oh, yeah, <laughs> way out with Jeff. But um, other Canadians, a lot too. of them haven't. I haven't been from here, so it's hard to get it. You know, Sam Rolden is probably the most known bikini in LA that judges for us, but um, it's How it's a bodybuilder other... day Saturday, which that's what it is. We've had a few Canadians on the stage. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but we we used to have some teams that would show up. Yeah, you've had Jeff, obviously, Breton, uh, Pat there. Yep, mm -hmm. Patty's been here. Yep. Oh, Patty won here. Yeah, yep. he should yep. be on that list. There, yep. you, there's a physique yep. right Patrick there. Patrick should yep. be on there. Yeah. 
-hmm. But now he's kind of crossing into bodybuilding, so I'm not sure what he's doing. Us Canadian boys, you got to watch out. We get that maple syrup in us. It's game over. He won his pro card in Canada. That's <laughs> the, where the, he the won. The maple yep. syrup. That's right. Maple That's syrup. And, uh, what else? Uh, you, guys, you guys are our, our next door neighbors. So we've always been close to. <laughs> Very cool. So um, I guess maybe kind of closing thoughts on this, like the mayhem, is that kind of your, like your big event like if someone's gonna if someone's gonna compete as an amateur like the mayhem's place to go i mean if you want to make us if you want to make a statement and yeah. every everybody who's won on our stage i mean there i would i would say I, i'm not going to mention names there's a couple that that would not be competitive in in the pros or if they just jumped on a world stage but most of the people that win the open categories here land on their feet place in the top three top five of worlds they're they're really yeah. pretty good yeah, yeah. and it's a pro-am too right yeah, I would say just it, for this time, uh, there's still COVID hangover yeah, in California sure. in a lot of places. And so what we're seeing is, as WMBF owners is many shows are just not as, as large as they were. Um, people get it, they can't go to the gym, whatever happens. So um, there's, there's some of that. And within the last two years, we had really built up a, a very strong base of events in California. We had Hollywood, San Diego, you know, Battle of the Bay is, is in the fall, but some of that has kind of been torn down. We haven't, we're the first event this year. Uh, my friend Terry Reeves is in Fresno in August and there are several in Washington. There's one in Oregon, uh, Aaron Orton the week after ours, but um, bear with us if you're thinking about competing because next year and thereafter, we will build, be building up uh, some of the other qualifying shows in California and maybe moving mayhem out a little bit later in the year. Again, we're school employees. So July is great. We don't have to go to work, but um, so just bear with us. There will be um, additional shows happening in California for everybody who's staying on our natural platform. Yeah. And just for the WMBF perspective, you know, just uh, if you're thinking about competing with us, we know it's competitive. You know, I know the focus is on pro cards. We're, we're really trying not to focus on that. You know, I mean, I wanted a pro card after the second time I competed, you know, so I, I get it. But, um, but, but give the WMBF a chance, give the IMBF a, a chance. Um, maybe step outside your comfort zone with, you know, maybe a smaller organization that you're with and, and give our shows a shot. I think you'll enjoy them. They're really well done. The promoters care about athletes. Um, it's not always a money grab for us. You know, most of the promoters, the owners, we all have regular full-time jobs. So, you know, it's um, we, we approach promoting um, and, and owning the WMBF a little bit differently than other people might uh, with other organizations. So, yeah, give the IMBF a shot in your state. And, um, you know, we're still trying to work on expanding um, and coming to Pittsburgh in 20. Maybe we'll make it happen next year. I might talk you guys into it. <laughs> no, that might be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work. So, if, uh, if anybody has, if anybody has questions uh, about the show and stuff, where where are they best to reach you guys? Uh, they can go to our website, naturalmuscleamayhem.com. Um, we'll probably be live streaming through uh, Instagram at WMBF Official, um, or through our, our WMBF uh, YouTube channel. So, um, oh, cool. Keep, keep an eye on both of those, and uh, that's it. Nine thirty start time on Saturday. Amazing, amazing. Right. We'll be watching. Very we'll be tuned in, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I thank you guys for coming on. I'm glad we can make this work. Thank, thank you, you guys. Appreciate it. Thank no you. No problem at all. If you guys enjoyed this episode of Bob and Tina, let us know. Give the give the video a like. And if you guys have questions directly for them, 
obviously you guys can reach them there. Or if you have stuff that you want to ask us on the Natty News page that we can forward to them, uh, we'd be more than happy to do that. So thank you guys again for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a like, subscribe for future ones, and we'll see you guys in the next one.